Weekly Laws Podcast, episode number 204. Hey, cool, you fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Static's good, right? No. Reception is good. Wait, what's that? It's Russo's signal. Oh, crap. But this radio has a wider bandwidth. <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast. Hold it! Stop, do you hear that? Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. This is going to be an abbreviated episode yes, it will of be. a weekend review of He's Our You. Which is good. I, you know what? I'm actually relieved that it was an episode in that, you know, there wasn't that a... It was a filler. That was... Yeah, well, in our... Let, let me in just... In our opinion. In, that in our opinion was a filler episode. Though there were many people in the chat room that la- this past week yes. that has agreed with us. Uh, but yeah, definitely a little bit more of that. Now, um, here is something I want to do. First of all, we have no pre-written notes. This is normally the... It is four o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Normally, I would just now be sitting down for two hours worth of preparation for tonight's show. But I am supposed to leave in 30 minutes for Tennessee with my son. You are. <laughs> Can we just... You want to just say what's going on this weekend? I, this this well, is no, a plus member just, episode. Yeah, so. it's just a guy's weekend. Um, Cliff and Matt are heading down to um, his parents' house in Tennessee with his dad and his brother. And... Um, they're having a guys weekend. They're going to do guy stuff. They're going to um, install some, well, not they, Cliff is going to install some, some the video projector. Home right? theater yeah, equipment. Home yeah, theater equipment. And I think your dad's mentioned fishing a couple of times. He's mentioned I'm not that. Sure I think that he's the only really, person that likes fishing, but that's okay. I don't even think he I'll likes fishing. I think it's just the fact that you're on the lake and you can do it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just the guys weekend. Just as far as I know, just the guys are going. Which I'm in, I, I'm looking forward and to. And Matt's been looking forward to it for a I'm long I'm so looking time. forward to it. Stephanie, I I literally, I, you said you didn't see my tweet, but I literally burst into just all out the biggest cry that I've ever had in my life today. Really? Yeah, just the most horrid, most awful thoughts that just could ever imaginally, as a father, you could ever imagine. And makes me so much want to go on this weekend, so much more than ever. Um, okay. DG, our friend, yes. sent out a Twitter message today. Okay. And uh, let me just go there real quick. Um, let's see here. Twitter.com slash Argon 52. And it just, just came out of nowhere. And his last one was um, at 23 or at 20 night, I think is what. Okay. Anyway, is is the user ID. He says, I made, uh, he says, your son's funeral was sweet. If you ever need anything, I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. And of course, I know, I I don't know this person personally. Right. But I I know enough to be surrounded in the community that he's surrounded in. And I know that he listens to some of our shows and stuff. And um, I had no clue this was going on. But I I clicked in and I found out what was going on and and what... um, uh, DG was talking about and there's a blog post that um, his son just died last yeah. week and his son looks just like Matthew and about the same age and it really tore me up and I'm like oh my gosh I can't imagine and so um, 
I'll forward that to you. Look look at the uh Oh my goodness. Yeah. Looks just like Matthew. He really does. And it just tore me up and wow, I, I tell you, and, and wow. my, my heart breaks for him and it unbelievable and definitely So I thought it was twenty eight. It, you because the 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 there's a three right. for the e yeah, and then, yeah it's yeah. 28, 28 and they use the three so it's t w three n t y three i g h t so yes. you're right twenty eight anyway yeah oh, absolutely broke my heart today and so while I was going to prepare for today and this this afternoon I I couldn't I was just down here just bawling my eyes okay. out and. Yeah, and and of course that has nothing says nothing for what he's actually going through. Right, and absolutely. So my my thoughts and prayers will be with him and and stuff. But boy, I tell you, it makes me think about this weekend. And you know, there there is no thoughts in my mind of taking work down with me this weekend. Right. This is this is me and Matthew time. And he's really been looking forward to yeah. this. Really, so. I think that um, Matthew and I, I say this all the time. Although I don't think I've ever really. Um, it's hard to it's hard to change um in application it's easy to change in in actuality but i often call matthew um our calm between the two storms and i often say he gets lost in the shuffle of mm-hmm. what the drama of having two daughters is and i think that that is true yeah um and i try to intentionally set out time um, with Matthew, but inevitably it will be interrupted by one of the two girls. Yeah. And so I'm really glad that you guys are having this time. I am too. And so I, I recognize that that's probably Although about five night, minutes yeah. worth of non-loss related stuff. It's but I quick, ha- last night you guys went to, you had to run to the store and um, you took both girls with you. Yes. And Matthew came and snuggled up next to me and watched Power Rangers. Now it was only what, 10 minutes that you guys were gone, but that was 10 uninterrupted minutes that I got. With Matt. Right. So, so yeah, but I, I just wanted to let people know that this episode completely thrown together. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I, and, and, and if anything, it, it's, it's my way of saying, you know, there's a reason why. Okay. And, and I, I, you know, I, I don't overly apologize for it, but just trust me. It, 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 it was, Got it. I had a good cry this afternoon okay. and, and it's very sad. All right. All right. So before we start, I want to go to the forum. Right. Uh, episode 203 in the forum. Um, uh, Donna wrote in here. She says, "I ho- uh, this was in response to the initial reaction. She says, I hope this is the correct place to put feedback on the podcast, which, by the way, it is. Um, I have several things I wanted to tell you, Cliff, and I considered sending an email. I just saw something go down the window behind you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it wasn't a kid. That's it all was, right. It didn't seem to be a kid. So. Okay. All right. Uh, what do we see? There's a TV show and somebody says that's going to be a lot of paperwork. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's better what, off, Ted. It, yeah. Somebody jumps off the building. Exactly. And so it was it was the big bouncy ball. So we're okay. good. <laughs> All right. I have several things I wanted to tell you, Cliff, and I considered sending an email. I then I almost called you after I listened to the initial reaction, but I really don't want to hear my own voice on a podcast. That I understand. I disagree with you about the episode. Saeed is my favorite character, and I have often wondered why that is. Uh, why that is so Oh, why that is so. Uh, easy for me to read. Especially, <laughs> Do you want me to read it? No, no, no. Okay. Let me read some. Especially since we know so little about Saeed. Saeed is definitely conflicted, but not about just about killing. I think 
he also is conflicted about the faith versus science dichotomy. He he is objective and calculating as a killer, but yet he believes in love and destiny. I am not a killer, but I definitely, uh, let's see, I am not a killer, but I identify with Saeed. Maybe just because I am a scientist and my everyday life requires objective thinking. On the science note, I've heard an interview on the radio this morning with the author of the book, Physics of the Impossible. It is on the bestseller list this week. The author believes that time travel is possible, and the interview was amazing. It was on the L.A. station with Mark and Brian. The author also says he loves science fiction. You should definitely check this out. Maybe you can interview him or play his interview on a lost podcast. Check it out at mkaku.org. All right. Another thing I wanted to tell you is that, uh, let's see, is that you can get some audiobooks for free, including our mutual, uh, including our mutual friend by Charles Dix- Dickens, uh, books that are in the public domain and are read by volunteers, and you can download them for your iPod. I was, and, he, and you can do that at LibriVox.org, L-I-B-R-I-V-O-X.org. I was listening to an old show about the Lost Book Club. I know that it was old, but I wonder what happened to that. Uh, I couldn't find anything else out there anywhere. Um, Lost Book Club, that wasn't something we were doing. That was something somebody else was doing. And I don't remember hearing any other follow-up on that myself. So if anybody... I I know that um I know that the Lost Community podcast did a bunch of things where they read through a bunch of books that were in Lost and stuff, uh, but I do remember somebody in our community suggesting you know maybe putting something like that together, but I hadn't heard anything else about it. So if anybody's out there, you know something about that, give us a phone call. Let us know. Area code eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. And let's see here. One more thing. I don't know if others agree, but I don't really like the sound clips speeded up for the show. I find it distracts from the content to take out the pauses. Of course, that is my opinion. And, you know, we I I can understand where you're coming from. And we definitely um, are interested in hearing people's thoughts on that. Uh, Jeff is our great friend in Indy who does our audio clips. And he had thought of doing that just to help bring some of the dramatic pause out of the clip to take a, a clip that would normally be about three and a half minutes and 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 bring it down to more like you know a minute and 11 seconds so he did that because our shows used to run an hour and 40 minutes longer an hour and 20 minutes long um you know what we're gonna do is uh we are going to start cutting down our audio the amount of clips and and i suggested that Jeff try something this week and I told him I said you send me only five audio clips and you can make it anything you want and I, I'll commit to you if you send me only five I'll I will find a way to fit every single audio clip and because uh, we were talking about how he can save time and right. get things done quicker and stuff like that so he didn't work so hard on these things so perhaps if there's only five clips then we would be able to do it without the pauses. I'm going to leave that up to Jeff at this point, unless lots of other people leave us feedback. Um, you know, I'm cool either way, but I do appreciate your feedback, Donna, and uh, J- um, Jeff and Indy take that into consideration. But uh, I'm still, you know, I'm so blessed by Jeff for doing that 
that I'm really going to let him decide what he wants to do in that area at this point. Very good. I hope you get this in time to use on your podcast today. I know you're recording earlier than usual. Sorry to be so short. I'm at work. I've I'd love to discuss further or have you discuss further on the podcast. Well, Donna, thank you so much for your feedback. We love to get it. And uh, thank you for the the constructive feedback included. All right. So that was that. Now, my gosh, they're out there throwing all kinds of stuff. (laughs) As long as the only stuff they are allowed to throw. People are going to recognize really quickly quickly why we record at night when the kids are in bed. That's right. All right, so I'm going to the forum now. Especially since we get asked that question a lot. What do we get asked? Why do you record at night? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know we get asked that. I have. Oh, okay. Alrighty, I'm looking. Oh, I'm, let me look in the right section here. You can tell I'm not prepared for today. Okay, he's our you. So, Stephanie, where, where do you think we should start? Just Sue. Can you read that? Just Sue now, says, where are you at? Because I'm in the forum and I'm not where you are. Okay, we'll go to uh, season five, episode discussions, and then episode ten. He's our you. I thought I was in the right place. I was on. He's our you. You were in the initial reaction notes. I was in the weekly lost podcast. Yes, but that's not always where you put the initial reaction notes. I know. Yeah, that's it is. where you put the other notes as well. Right. But I have no notes for this episode. So we are going straight into. Gotcha. We're doing it live to hard drive, baby. You really should have told me that, you know. I know I should have. Hey, babe, we're doing it this way this time. Not leaving me so. Hanging out there? Yeah. Okay. Just Sue. Well, I liked it. All right. You want to read that? I'm working on it. Okay, please do. (laughs) While you do that, I'm going to go to Jeff's uh, audio clips. Wow. Okay. I know Cliff and Stephanie. I was just reading. She starts oh, with wow. I thought you were saying wow. <laughs> Go ahead. She starts with wow. Okay, I know Cliff and Stephanie were underwhelmed with this episode, but I was blown away. I thought last week's show was the filler episode. Um, just getting Jack and the rest into their uh, bungalows and getting everyone in the right place for the action to start again. Tonight's episode was huge for me because I'm always fascinated by any glimpse into Ben's psyche. Uh, This poor boy is just trying to get away from an abusive father. He finally thinks he's going to get away, and the person he's counting on to rescue him shoots him in the chest and leaves him to die. No wonder he grows up to be just as cold and heartless. It's not every day you see a a child abuse victim get shot in the chest like that. That I will agree with. I will agree with you. You have a valid point there. Yes. One that we obviously did not cover in our initial reaction. Uh Uh-huh. All right. I know we all probably expected Saeed to try to kill Ben going into this episode, and I totally expected it from watching the the previews last week. However, when Roger grabbed Ben and slammed him against the bars of Saeed's cell, and Saeed jumped up like he wanted to defend Ben... I really thought Saeed was going to have pity on the child. Perhaps even try to kill Roger instead. I never thought he would have the heart to actually go through with killing Ben. And I didn't think the island would allow the bullet to hit him even if he did. Well, the the island wasn't done with Locke. That's right. And, and, And the island definitely let the bullet hit John. Yes, it did. But the island prepared him ahead of time by having by his... By having his kidney removed. Exactly. Yep. So go ahead. Um, 
Or was that the end of hers? Nope. Okay. Um, granted, I didn't need to see the three flashbacks of Saeed getting caught by Alana. Um, just one would have sufficed. The flashback of Ben saying goodbye to him was interesting because it had always felt like they'd had a falling out. I assume Saeed had ditched Ben rather than the other way around. Me too. The whole thing makes me feel more and more like the people Saeed killed were never really working for Widmore. I agree with her on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess Ben was just doing that because he needed Saeed to become the cold-blooded killer that made him who he is now. Ben needed Saeed to become the cold-blooded killer. Why did Ben need that? So he could go back and shoot himself as a boy? I don't know. No, I think she is saying that... Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. Yes, by by Saeed, I think that, as I'm reading it, I think she is saying that by Saeed, by Ben having Saeed kill all those people, brought him to a place where he was the cold-blooded killer who shot Ben and made Ben who he is now. Because Ben likes who he is so much. Evidently. Okay. <laughs> Fair I'm, enough. I've never I, seen Ben Of course, ben we, are have... totally, we are totally interpreting this. Yeah, so just absolutely. Sue, thank you for that. But we, trust me, we're not saying that that's what you're saying. And if you would like to add more, then we'd love to know more. Okay, go ahead. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. But go ahead and finish that up. That is how I read it. So yeah. um, I did miss Locke and hope we'll see him next week. But I understand why they didn't want to be going back and forth between storylines for this episode. They wanted to tell the story of how Saeed finally stopped being tortured by his conscience and how that relates to Ben's development and vice versa. Uh, he has completely given up on the idea of being anything other than a killer, just as Echo stopped allowing his conscience to bother him when Smokey slash Yemi asked him to confess. I hope that doesn't mean Saeed is about to meet up with the smoke monster. Right. Okay. Uh, so either the island will heal Ben before he dies, or he has... He has been another of the walking undead all all along. Yes. Okay. The undead probably don't grow tumors, so it's probable that the island will heal heal him. In any event, it's no wonder Ben was always so reluctant to give the Losties any information about the island or his past. He's been sitting on some pretty big secrets. Right. That I agree with. Um, anyway, I think this episode was like a tribute to season one, returning to the character development with the help of flashbacks. I don't normally get in into the Saeed episodes, but this one really blew me away. Um, all the past ones were about his tortured conscience, which got tiresome, but now he appears to have made an unfortunate breakthrough. Oh, and I, and wasn't that Larry from Newhart playing the torturer? Uh, some torture. He just gave him a drug. Was that Larry? Why is he living in a teepee? I have no idea. <laughs> nice. All right. And so awesome, awesome thoughts there. We're going to come back to that. Um, but he, she mentioned, mentioned something about Ben and, um, I got an email from somebody at Justin in the UK says, Hey Cliff, first time emailer. I'm contacting you in regards to your interview with Sterling Bowman. Um, after seeing the epi- this ep- the episode, he's our you. I was disappointed to find out that young Ben doesn't does get shot in the second episode. We see him. Uh, however, we find out that the actor has four part a four part episode arc as quoted by yourself. 
I think that kind of information must be held back to preserve the integrity of the show's story. I did, however, find the interview informative. Regards, Justin from the UK. And I wrote, I responded back to Justin, and okay. I absolutely agree. The only thing is, is we, there was no way that yeah. I could know that this was going to be right. where they were going with this. Absolutely. And didn't they say that it was okay to say that he was part of a four-episode they, arc? They had released that information. Okay. He, he was just under a non-disclosure agreement to discuss anything that would right. be acted out or coming up in the episodes. So that's, I mean, that's something that was complete public information. That's not something. Well, that and there's they a lot of other stuff let, that's yeah. public information that. that would still be spoilerish, so I, I I'm not gonna. I understand. The only thing is, is in the future, if I know I'm interviewing somebody and I happen to know how many episodes they're gonna be in, I won't share it in the future. But okay. this was this was an honest mistake on my part because I, it it made sense to me that if he's going to be coming back and they're gonna do some shows in 1977, that he would just be a part of that. And that four episodes is like, hey, we're going to have at least I, I thought it would be cool to know, you know, he's going to be here and this is going to be something we're going to see about young Ben. And and of course, I made sh- certain to not tell anybody that it was young Ben that I had interviewed that, right, until right. after young Ben. was, And it's like they waited to the last 30 seconds. I'm like, oh, my gosh, did they take the introduction of his character out on the cutting floor. I can't play this interview tonight. And then they finally introduced him. And so that's why we went on and did the interview and stuff. But absolutely, you're, you're right. It, it does kind of, it, it does kind of suck that we see him get shot and we know he's going to be in the next two episodes. But then again, in, in reality, but maybe it could we be 1973. See, we do see older Ben. So he, he has to make it right. This whole, I mean, Although, for like two seasons, has re- the story has been has been so much a part of the story. Yeah. Unless they're going to write the ending in a way that nobody wants to see. Which is alternate reality, which means that, you know, now because they've gone back, Saeed has killed Ben and now Ben never existed. Okay. Which doesn't make sense because then Saeed and all the others on uh, Ajira Airlines flight, whatever, can't get to the island because Ben's the one who got them all together. Right. So you've got a paradox and they won't do that. So in a way, it's not a spoiler. I don't think it is. I I don't think it is. Even Even if you think that you made a mistake by sharing it, I don't think you did, but I'm not going to argue well, with you. Well, here's it, the so. thing. Regardless, in the future, I, w- I, I won't That's release fine. how much, you know, I don't typically say, oh, we, well, we know such and such actor is coming back to the show for two episodes. Well, typically we don't know that. Well, we, it's out there though. I know, but we don't read those, so we won't, don't know them and we but don't But if we did them. read them and if we interviewed okay, them, this I wouldn't bring them This is not back. a long enough episode to All argue right. about these retarded things. <laughs> These retarded things. I Can love that. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris K says, "Just Sue, count me definitely in the ranks of impressed by this episode. I didn't listen to the live show, but I'm frankly a bit surprised to hear about the un- underwhelming reaction. I really enjoyed this episode tonight, and I'm uh, declaring season five's streak of hitting the t- hitting of hitting tape measure shot." Home run. runs, tape measure shot, home runs. Okay, to that, I guess that's a sport analogy reference. Uh, totally lost on me. Um, to still be intact. Um, <laughs> not the best episode of season five, but honestly, in my top three of as of right now, I would never in a million years dream of belittling another's opinion. But from this episode tonight, it's just let's just say that I must have a different opinion on what makes an awesome episode than Cliff and Steph do, uh, which is. 
totally cool. We all have different opinions of what Absolutely. makes a great episode, even if sometimes some of the things we agree on overlap. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. But as the Montgomery Gentry song goes, to each his own. And yeah, it'd be a shame if we walked and we talked and we thought the same. That's just not what he had in mind. Yeah. Um, it yeah, takes, it all, takes kind. all kinds. Is that a country song? I guess so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Montgomery Gentry is it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're not going to Guam, are we? Has also been replaced by a 12-year-old Benjamin Lysness just brought me a chicken salad sandwich. How do you think I'm doing? Matter of fact, let me uh, do, 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 do. We better play these because I think. How are you doing? A 12-year-old Ben Linus brought me a chicken salad sandwich. How do you think I'm doing? <laughs> there you go. We agreed that that was the, that was the best that was, line. That was the highlight of this episode for me. Uh, let's see here. We're not going to. Okay. Yes, that was Larry from Newhart. I thought it looked familiar at the start. But when he started talking, my brother and I said the same exact thing. E.B. Farnham from Deadwar- Deadwood, which I've never seen Deadwood. Have you? No, I right. haven't. You do have to remember that Dharma are hippies. Probably to them, the drug was the harshest form of torture they were willing to use. Very cool. What's Faith say? Okay, Faith. I liked this episode. I, too, didn't think it was necessary to have three flashbacks of Saeed with Alana. Uh, Maybe we were just supposed to see how much easier it is for Saeed to let his guard down around a woman. Who knows? I'm still curious to know if Ben planned it. It's a pretty long con, but I wouldn't put it past him. He gets Saeed to shoot all these people, not only to make him a better killer, but also to get him into trouble that would put him on a plane to Guam. Yeah, it's a long shot. Yeah. Um, Before you read on, I, I really believe, for some reason, I was led to believe that Widmore really is behind Alana and Saeed. But Okay. Long shot. I, and and so is long. Uh, either yeah, way, I haven't long made shot. an opinion, so I'm not going to. It's the island. Okay, okay. go ahead. It's feet. Um, I was really thinking that Ben wouldn't get shot. I kept thinking there's just no way that Saeed would succeed. Uh, the gun will jam. Someone will run out of the jungle and stop him. Something. But I guess now one of the doctors, or maybe Jack, will have to save young Ben. I would agree with that one. Chris says, you know, after this episode, the man behind the curtain, I'm suddenly seeing Ben as a... Uh, he, what is that? Hero, heroically well adjusted. Oh, as heroically well adjusted. And then just Sue wrote. Okay, laugh out loud, Chris. Um, in a roundabout way, Ben kind of did this to himself. Then there's the whole time, the whole time loop thing, um, where he wouldn't have turned Saeed into a killer if he didn't know from childhood that Saeed was supposed to try to kill him. It's likely that Ben was the one who tipped off that family as to where Saeed was so they could send Alana after him. I'm still not sure about all those assassinations. Were those people really working for Widmore to harm the 06? Or were they people Ben hired just to give Saeed someone to go after in order to in order to wear away his conscience? Um, or were they people Widmore really did hire but only to watch over the Oceanic Six. Very interesting. I don't know, to be honest with you. There's a lot more on this conversation going back and forth, and it's all titled, Well, I Liked It. And uh, thank you, Just Sue, for sharing that. And and again, you know, we don't claim to be the voice of everybody out there. 
and uh, we no, do. Can, um, go ahead. Down in down here. Um, see, there's there's a there's a longer message from Becky, but then Wayne says I enjoyed it too, especially the shocking ending. I'd give the episode a rating of um, an eight eight point five flaming dar- Dharma vans, um, which is funny. <laughs> I like the eight point five flaming. <laughs> but Dharma I agree, I loved the ending. I think that it was just maybe all the flashbacks of Saeed the that I thought were of Saeed just was what did it in for me. And even those and- who said they liked it. All complained about three flashbacks of okay. Saeed and Alana. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I watched it again, I'd probably give it a different review, but. Yeah. You know, it is my initial reaction, so. Let's play some random audio clips. Random audio clips. Brought you a sandwich and a book. I read it twice. It's good. Thank you. Did Richard send you? Richard. He's your leader, right? It's just a camera. They can see, but they can't hear. Four years ago, I ran away into the jungle and Richard found me. I said I wanted to leave, that I wanted to join you. So I've been patient. And if you're patient too, I think I can help you. All right, so the book. You know what I can't figure out? Oh. It's how the hell you got caught. You also supposed to be the kings of the jungle. How dumb are you that you got captured by these idiots? And yet you're the one who mops up after them. Yeah, well, we'll see how cute you are once old ham gets down with you, pal. What the hell are you doing here? I was bringing you a sandwich. A sandwich? You never made me a sandwich in your life. Yeah, well, I made one for myself. Uh-huh. So, so I just thought that Oh, maybe... yeah, you did. Hey. Dad, don't! Don't you lie to me. What are you doing? <laughs> you made this sandwich for him, didn't you? Hmm? Yes. Who told you to do that? Nobody. Nobody. I just thought. That... You just thought. Huh? Go home. Go on. I'll tell you what to think. What happened to your glasses? My dad. For bringing me the sandwich. I know. My father was a hard man as well. I really hate it here. If I let you out, will you take me with you? To your people? Yes, Ben, I will. That's why I'm here. If anything, what this episode did for me, um, it, and again, I, I, my apologies to those who love Saeed. I, 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 I'm, it's not that I dislike him, just not interested. Right. But I am interested in Ben, and what this episode did for me in this scene was really set up my compassion for Ben. You know, as being an abused child, an unloved child, a child who grew up where his mother had died at childbirth. I mean, the, all the stigma—I mean, stigmas that he has to go through—it's just really, really difficult. And it helps. It helps set up it a helps lot. Make of, him human. Yes, it does. This episode I, did help. It did solidify that for me. Right. I just don't like. All the Saeed stuff. Right. Or don't understand it. I don't know. But I was just thinking that I think um, that an episode or uh, we need to add a segment called Random Audio Clips. Oh, okay. Well, hey, Random Audio Clip. Fresh off the griddle. And don't forget to try the dipping sauces. They really bring out the ham. Thanks, Shirley. So, what's going on with Saeed? I don't know anything yet. What do you mean you don't know anything? I thought you were at Sawyer's last night. What did he tell you? Told me to leave him alone and let him do his job. And you're going to? I'll talk to Juliet, see what she can tell me. Said I'm well, reading a book. Sorry, didn't tell you anything. Why would Juliet? Why wouldn't she? Because they're together. What do you mean they're together? Together. I 
They lived together, like, not as roommates. You know, together like you guys were. I thought it was kind of obvious. I mean, who couldn't see that coming? Who really? couldn't see that coming? Well, I guess I better go make some more waffles. <laughs> Did you know? Yeah. Time to make the donuts. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say again, I think Kate's ridiculous for not knowing. Uh, well, yeah, Honestly, you I certainly do. can. And okay. I agree with you. And of course, here's, and I'm not a Kate hater like you are. I, I just, not. I think that it was ridiculous. Hey, I like that that rains. Kate hater. Thanks. All right. Anyway, random audio clip. What's that? I'm Larry. This is my brother, Daryl. That's my <laughs> other brother, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is fun. Let's do that one again. That was great. Who is that? I'm Larry. This is my brother, Daryl. That's my other brother, Daryl. <laughs> I love it. Jeff, you rock, my friend. That's awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I had no clue that was in there. I seriously did not. That's a pretty random audio clip. That was a random audio clip. Oh, my gosh. Here's How another did you one. find me? I look. What do you want, then? John Locke is dead. I think he was murdered. Why would anyone I kill him? I'd say it was retribution for the work you and I have been doing. So you're in danger, Saeed. If I can find you, so can the people that found Locke. The same people who, even as we speak, are sitting outside Hugo's mental institution. They're watching you? A man in a sedan has been there all week, just waiting, presumably Tired for you men. or me to show our faces. And that's why you're here. You actually came all this way to suggest that I kill this man. You don't want to? What makes you think I want to? Because, Saeed, to put it simply, you're capable of things that most other men aren't. Every choice you've made in your life, whether it was to murder or to torture, it hasn't really been a choice at all, has it? It's in your nature. It's what you are. You're a killer, Saeed. I'm not what you think I am. I don't like killing. Well, then I apologize. I was mistaken about you. Or not. (laughs) Uh, anyway, I, I enjoyed seeing that scene, you know, mm-hmm. the interaction between Ben and Saeed. And I, and I liked seeing the scene where, where Saeed seems to be like, what, what do you mean? I'm done. No, we have more to do. It's, it's like, as if he wanted to continue to work with Ben and, and that he enjoyed it almost. And, and that's completely opposite of anything I had thought before. Yeah. I All agree. Right. Okay. Let me talk to him first. Lafleur, this is here. Come in. Whoa. Where'd you learn to do that? Come on. We better go. He called the floor. You were right about me. What? I am a killer. One shot, definitely, you know, I think he's going to survive. I think he missed. He's going to survive. All right. Last clip. Hello there. Hello. I'm going to ask you a few questions. I want you to relax and answer them truthfully. Not that you'll have any choice about it. What is your name? Saeed. Saeed Jarrah. All right. Saeed. Why were you in handcuffs when we found you? I'm sorry. I'm I can't listen to this without you. This is my brother, Daryl. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll go ahead. Were you running away from your people? What people? Hostiles. I am not a hostile. Then where did you come from, Saeed? I came on a plane. What plane? A Jira Flight 316. 
And that's how I returned to the island. Returned? You've been here before? Oh, yes. The first time, I was on Oceanic Flight 815. It crashed. I was here for a hundred days. Then I left. All right, so we're going to go ahead and uh, fade that out because we do need to wrap up now. Uh, but anyway, the, the one thing that I, I knew going into that scene is that Saeed was going to end up telling the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Right. But it's like... But it's so unbelievable. Who cares? Right. He's going to be talking about the fact that he just traveled through time. Right. Yeah. Although he could have, if he needed to, like... Prove it. He could start saying interesting things about things that he knew about certain people yeah. on the island. I don't know. Like Ben, perhaps. Maybe. Anyway, folks, that is what we have for this weekend episode. Sorry, it's not yes. more. I but don't know. I no. am. Yeah, you know there there is a. With that being said, I, let me just tell you, there's some more great thoughts about this episode. Uh, in fact, you can go into Ann Arbor. It says without hearing the initial reaction that comes tomorrow. I saw the Cliff Show notes that he was wondering about Ann Arbor. This is where the college football team comes into play. Um, or This is where my college football team comes into play. Ann Arbor, Michigan is the location of the University of Michigan, which is where you'll remember the Swan Station orientation film. The University of Michigan is where the DeGroots and did their research. It, I would assume that whoever heads up Darnama would be based in Ann Arbor and that they said to call Ann Arbor. It would be the same as Jack Bauer on 24 telling somebody to call the White House. It's uh, it's where the person or on ultimately... alias they used to call Langley. Exactly. Very good point. And uh, so, so that's thank what you for I that. said. I thought that they were just talking about the place. Ann you Arbor. did. I did. You, did. Uh, you got to realize, Chris. Sometimes he, I pay attention. He wrote all this stuff without having heard our no, podcast yet. I know. I was just I was agreeing with him, saying to you. Yeah. You thought it was a person. I said, no, it's the place. Way back in January of this year. Ouch. Our good friend Jeremy, a.k.a. Fleegon, says, he's our you. It said, and he's referring to the title. Definitely sounds like a line that will be, will be spoken during the episode. The question is whether it will be meant literally or figuratively. Getting way ahead of myself here. On March 3rd... Other Worlds in the forum wrote, I recall uh, reading that this is a Saeed episode. Could be Ben talking to Saeed about Caesar. And then on March 6th, She Who Finds Things says, I'm thinking it might be a line spoken about Sawyer and Richard Alpert in Dharma. Sawyer seems to be second in charge. Alpert seems to be not the leader, but the leader's right-hand guy. And then on March 26th, Wayne Henderson. Originally, I thought the title "He's Our You" is taken from the Seinfeld episode, where Elaine starts heading out, hanging out with alternate and better versions of Bizarro, Jerry, George, and Kramer. If I remember correctly, Elaine says the usual uh, says to the usual George, pointing out Bizarro George that he's our you again with the alternates. And of course, we know now that this was. He's our torturer. Yep. I loved it. He's our... I loved that line. I did too. There were a lot of good lines. I really think it was just the Saeed flashbacks. I think so. Bummer. Tell us what you think. 859-795-4067.